Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and... That can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic so that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it trust your gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash alana and use code 25 alana to get 25% off your first month that's 25% off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash alana code 25 alana thank you seed for sponsoring today's episode of morning ray Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and today's episode is called Am I Unlovable? I came up with this when I was doing a little question box on my stories, I want to say like a week ago, and I asked you guys to write in the question box what you wanted to let go of, and I was just scrolling through it, and I saw that a lot of you felt like you were unlovable, that you felt like something was kind of wrong with you when it came to having a romantic relationship, and you felt kind of unsure and lost, and Let me just say I'm here with you. I go through that quite a lot 
I work on it in therapy a lot. If we're being quite frank, I work on my self-esteem in therapy a lot when it comes to relationships, both friendships, like platonic relationships and romantic. So I'm with you, sisters. But I thought it would be a really great opportunity to discuss topics of that sort and to talk about relationships and dating and dating apps and all that stuff. Um, Kind of like a big sister chat. So I'm definitely no export export what am I saying expert but I thought this could be a fun episode why not um if you have gone out with me before and you're listening to this podcast hey hello um enjoy I guess (laughs) but anyways let's get into our weekly intention or my weekly intention so when you're listening to this, I am in the process of moving into my new apartment, which is so exciting and surreal. I don't think it's actually going to hit me until like a weekend. Maybe it will never hit me. I don't really know. But the thought that I'm going to be living in downtown Toronto is is pretty surreal, um, pretty crazy moving in at 21. Holy, holy shit. Um, but my weekly intention is to really settle into my new place, figure out a routine, um, situate my space, make it feel like home. I think that's the most important part about moving into a new space is really making it feel homey. Like, yes, it's really fun to have something be super aesthetic and Instagram worthy, but you want your room to feel as if it's your safe place and a place you can go to and feel comfort. And you don't want it to feel super industrial or commercialized. You want it to feel like home. So that's my weekly intention. And My tip of the week is when you move into a new space or whenever your routine changes in terms of if you're going back to school or starting a new job or in a new place, whatever it may be, trial and error with your routines. Try different things. See what works best for you. Be open-minded. Be flexible. Be spontaneous. And don't be afraid to try new things. And eventually, you'll figure out what works for you best and will allow you to show up as your highest self every single day or at least most days or your highest self in that moment or for that day. That leads me into my current faves. I don't really have many right now, but still trying fun restaurants in Toronto. Absolutely on a kick with that. Trying fun cocktails. Love that too. Apartment shopping, like everything from the furniture to the decor, all that good stuff has been such fun. And I can't wait to show it to you all on my YouTube channel, Alana Bloomberg. You can go and see and I'm going to be doing a moving vlog situation series on there. So you'll be able to see my apartment come into fruition. That is my new favorite word, fruition. Don't know where it came from, but I'm vibing with it. And then my last favorite is R&B music. Just very much into that lately. I keep putting on different R&B music playlists. I couldn't really name specific songs, but I just like the overall vibe. I like it for working out. I like it for doing work, whatever it may be. That is where it's at. Um, Before we get into answering your questions, because I went to Instagram and asked you guys to ask me some questions about dating, relationships, dating apps etc. Feeling unlovable. All the good stuff. I'm going to give a very brief high level, as we'd say at work, high level um, summary of my dating experiences, my relationship experiences, um, kind of being a bit vulnerable, but we're going to do it. But anyways, I have never had a boyfriend. I've had almost boyfriend situations. I've been in exclusive relationships. I like my longest exclusive relationship in quotations, exclusive. 
basically boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever. We're, we're not going to talk about it. it was six months. And then the next one was around like three months. I technically did have a boyfriend for like a month, but I don't really count that. We kind of blocked that out. Um, <laughs> but I did have one for a month. And what else? I used to be someone, still kind of am, but someone who would get attached really easily, get really obsessed and caught up with it. I was in love with the idea of love. I wouldn't say that I'm not anymore. Um, but I was I was definitely a boy obsessed teenager very boy obsessed like that was a known fact um in terms of like anything yeah no I never really I've never had a boyfriend and do I want one sure but I'm very particular about what I look for in a guy it's really funny because the guy that I had my first major crush on in high school Eldon hello is texting me right now as I'm recording this it's just really funny how like far I've come from then to think back on like all the boys all to all the boys I've loved it before um it's funny I'm definitely more of a personality person it's all about the personality the looks are kind of just a bonus you think you have a type and then you meet someone and they could be totally not what you think is your type and it just works. So I think it's really important to be open-minded, obviously know what your values are and what you're looking for in a partner, but don't look too hard. I mean, I'm working on this, but yeah, I feel like <laughs> I just went in a circle, but I hope you understand where I'm at. I've never had a boyfriend. These are my experiences. I'm no professional and I kind of just... I feel like I've had a lot of experience going on dates. So that that's where my experience is going on dates. And I love going on dates. It's fun. It's fun to get to know different people, to experience different things, to have different conversations. I've always been a very curious person. So it's fun to get to know someone new and to talk to them and ask them questions about their lives and find where you have similarities and differences and learn new things. It's really fun. Okay. So I asked you guys some questions and let's, let's get into it. So a listener asked, my boyfriend and I are leaving for college and we're breaking up. What do I do? I was sort of in this situation um, before university, college, whatever you want to call it. Um, This was the guy that I was exclusive with for six months and we ended before college. And I honestly, I think it's a really good idea. I think it's really important to meet different people, to experience different things, experience different people, find out what you actually want in a partner and to experience life. And I also think it's really important to be independent and to learn about yourself and to learn how to be content with being alone. Because think about it, when we get married, like we're with that person for the rest of our lives. Like when are you ever going to be single again, you know? So I think it's really important to value this time where you are single and to take it as an opportunity to get to know yourself, to experience different things alone with friends with other people I think it's a really great idea and you can still stay in contact with your boyfriend or ex-boyfriend but I think it's it will be really good for you in my opinion I think you're gonna have a lot of great experiences and memories and I think you're gonna be really thankful especially if you're going to different colleges that you don't have to do the long distance 
how to love myself in order to love someone else. Well, first off, honey, you shouldn't love yourself in order to love someone else. You want to love yourself so that you can love yourself. You want to make sure you're going into it with the right intention. It shouldn't be in order for someone else. Like you shouldn't do things for other people. Like you should, but like not this. Like this you, you should want to do for yourself and, a, and it's good. It's good to love yourself and it's good to learn to love yourself and it's good to accept yourself. I'm not saying to love every single part of you. We all have insecurities, whether it be something in our personality or our physical appearance or our abilities, whatever it may be, but it's really important to learn how to accept yourself and to be confident in that because how can you eventually one day go into a friendship or a romantic relationship and be able to give love to someone else if you don't truly love yourself? But you shouldn't go into it in order to love someone else. Like that should not be your intention. How do you date with anxiety? That is a really, that's a really great question. I have anxiety. It definitely can be nerve wracking before dates. I find that as I go on more dates, I become less and less anxious before each one. A lot of the times I'm not even anxious anymore, except for like every odd one. Um, Maybe if I really am into that guy or whatever. But I think exposure (laughs) really helps. The more you do something, the less you're going to be wondering about what's going to happen and you're going to kind of know what's going to happen. Like all first dates are, they're pretty much the same. Like you sit down, you go for dinner, a meal or food or something, and you ask questions. It's a lot of getting to know each other, like simple questions like, where did you go to school? What are you interested in? Um, but just know that they're probably just as nervous as you are and they're probably focusing on like how they look and how they're acting and what they're saying. So just be really present in the moment. I've learned that with anxiety, it comes from worrying about the past or, or thinking about the future. And if you just really ground yourself and you become more mindful and you focus on what's happening in the now, in the very moment that you're in at that moment, (laughs) word jumble, then you're going to like calm down that anxiety. If you're of legal drinking age, if you want to take a shot before you go, go for it. I've done that before. It's definitely helped. Um, Obviously, don't rely on it, but it's a little confident booster and it kind of relaxes you a bit. But just know that they're probably feeling the same way. So you're not there alone. A listener asked how to deal with comparing yourself to their past interests. Well, first off, comparison is the worst thing you could do. It's going to drive you insane. It's going to it's going to bring out a lot of negative thoughts and there's a reason why they're not with those people anymore and there's a reason why they're with you. So it really shouldn't be of concern of who was their past interest, like who they liked before you because there is a reason why it ended. So if you feel like you're not as pretty or you're not as cool or or they don't like you as much as you think that they once liked those people, there's a reason why it ended. So just be confident in who you are as a person and just know that they chose you and are with you and are interested in seeing you for a reason. How to be okay with being single when everyone around you is in a relationship. I know this can be really hard and it can lead you to feel really lonely. Trust me, sis, I that's me. That's me. I've never been in a relationship. I've been in flings. But most of the time, I'm the single friend. But I think it's really important to be comfortable with being independent and 
being with yourself and doing things alone because there's so many experiences that you can get and so many lessons you can learn by being alone. Um, and just know that you will meet your person when you're supposed to meet your person and everything will happen when you least expect it. At least that's what they say. So those are my tips. I think it's just to lean into your friendships and to try not to focus so much on that they have a relationship and you don't. Like try to see the silver lining and look at the glasses half full opposed to half empty. How to deal with never having had a relationship. This is something I'm working on in therapy, obviously. Um, But I think there's pros and cons to everything, right? Like there's pros to being in a relationship that you learn how to communicate with someone. Obviously, this is like for a healthy relationship. You learn how to properly communicate. You learn how to have a partner. You have someone to lean on when you need it. Stuff like that. You go through life with someone. But then there's also benefits of being alone and not ever having had a relationship. You really know who you are. You're independent. You are capable of doing things on your own and you really know who you are. And you also probably have a lot of these passion projects and these hobbies that maybe someone else doesn't have because they're in a relationship and their lives kind of merged with their partner. A listener asked, I like this guy, but we are friends and I don't know if he feels the same way. What do I do? Girl, just ask. Just ask him, what's the worst thing that could happen? He says, no, I don't feel the same way. Then you just go back to being friends. Like life is too short to wonder what if and to hold things in. If you like him, tell him. I know it's really scary, but who knows? He could like you back. And they always say the best relationships are grounded in friendship. I'm always looking for someone that will like me, but I hate relationships. What is wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. I think this is something that I'm a culprit of, but you might be looking too hard and you're trying to find someone a lot sooner that doesn't fully meet with what you want and what's good for you. And so you're searching too hard. But And then you feel pressured into the relationship opposed to if you just let it happen, there'll be that desire for that relationship and that's like you'll just know. There's a knowing. How to be confident in yourself. I think it's really important to practice positive affirmations. They help me a lot with my self-confidence and my self-esteem. The more you say something positive about yourself, the more you start to believe it and the more you start to exhibit it in your physical appearance in terms of how you hold yourself and how you present yourself when being around other people, when entering a room. Just know that you are uniquely you and you're you for a reason and that there's beauty within you and your uniqueness is what makes you beautiful And to be confident in that, to be confident in your strengths and to be confident in your weaknesses and just to own them. How to keep a balance between your relationship and your own routine. I think it's really important to know what your non-negotiables are and to set those boundaries with yourself and with your partner. And yes, it's like okay to like let loose of like your routine. I'm not saying to like totally like abide by it all the time. But it's okay if you say you sleep over at your boyfriend's or whoever's and 
they want to sleep in, but you're an early riser and you like to be productive. So get out of bed if you want most mornings. Like say you're there for a weekend and you don't want to be sleeping in both Saturday and Sunday, then say like Saturday, like you get up and you go and do your own thing and that's totally okay and you can come back. You can even bring them coffee. Say you go outside for a walk and you go and get coffee. You can come back and bring in. Hopefully they're up by then, but it's okay to be independent within your relationship. I totally think that's okay. I did that when I was seeing a guy for a bit. Um, like I would stay at his place for a weekend and I I would bring like my morning blend and I would go out for a walk and I would still make plans with friends. Like I would see Kenzie. She would come and meet me um, by his and we would go on a walk instead of like my entire weekend being obligated towards him. I still had my time with my friends, which I think is really important. And it's really important to set those boundaries because you shouldn't let go of what makes you you and what makes you feel good when you come into a relationship. You have to both do what's best for both of you and then you come together to be even better, you know? How to get over a relationship you know wasn't healthy but still miss them and wish things were different. I think it's really important to think about what you're actually missing. Are you missing having someone and you're now feeling lonely Do you miss the components of having a relationship, like having someone to go to, to talk to, to laugh about certain things? Or do you actually miss that person and the things that they added to your life? Because you can find those things in friendships and in other people and in yourself and in family. So I think it's really important to really break it down and to realize what do you actually miss? Because if they're toxic, it's really not worth it going back and it's really not fun to play this roller coaster of emotions. It's not healthy. It's not fun. So really focus on realizing what do you actually miss? Do you miss the idea of being in a relationship and the identity that comes with it? Or do you actually miss them? And if you do miss them, what are you missing about them? And are you able to find that elsewhere? For example, in a friendship in a new friend, in yourself, in a hobby, whatever it may be. Do you think dating apps are a good idea or better to meet people in quotations real life? So I am a huge, not, okay, I'm not a huge. I use dating apps. I'm not currently using them. I've been on Raya. I've been on Locks Club. Um, I still have my profile on Locks Club. I'm just not like actively on it. And I use Hinge. My Hinge profile right now is paused and I deleted the app because I just was like, I'm over this. Um, I actually saw something in t- on TikTok and take it as you will. I always like think like take everything like as a grain of sand. Grain of, I never know this line. Grain of salt, grain of sand. But it was like, what if the reason why majority of relationships from dating apps don't work out and what if it's because you aren't supposed to meet those people and that's why they don't work out because like you're going against fate like you're going against like a higher power like what's supposed to like outplay in your life by like not meeting them like in person like running into them on the street or meeting them through like a friend or school or something so that's like kind of what led me to delete the dating apps because I was kind of like sick of like trying to force it And I just wanted to meet someone in like, quote unquote, real life. 
But I also think it's a still really great way to meet people and to learn about what you like in a partner and what you don't like and to experience different things. And it's also like a really cool networking way. Like so many guys that I had gone on dates with from dating apps, I've networked and now I've learned so many cool things from them and they've helped me in other ways or I've become friends with them. So I'm not against them. I think it's to each their own and it comes in seasons and there's different times when you should use them and when maybe you take a break from them. But I don't think they're bad. I mean, I don't like Tinder. I'm not a huge fan of Bumble either. But if you are looking to use a dating app, I definitely recommend Hinge or Locks Club or Raya. I'm actually mostly Hinge is definitely like my go-to. How to say no to someone you don't want to date but still be kind. I think it's really important that you lead with I statements opposed to saying you this or you that and to really show that you're validating their feelings and that you care about their feelings um, and you care about them. I mean, it depends like what sort of relationship you have with them to stand, like if it's a friend and they want to date. Um, But just to like show, lead with I statements and really validate their feelings and show that you still care about them. I'm very independent and struggle with letting others into my life. I think it's really important to maybe become aware of why do you feel you're struggling to let people into your life. If you're struggling to let someone in, it definitely means from like my knowledge, obviously keep in mind I'm no professional here, um, that you have a wall up. You're trying to protect yourself. You're scared to be vulnerable potentially. Maybe you're scared to share those emotions with someone or show someone in quotations like the true you. I would dive deep down. I would 100% seek out therapy if you're able to access that. There's so many more affordable options and choices. Therapy has been a godsend for me. But I think it's really important to become aware of why do you think you actually are struggling to let people into your life? Did someone burn you in the past? What wall are you holding up? Why are you holding it up? And how can you maybe encourage yourself to put that guard down and to be open and to be curious and to be a bit more spontaneous and laid back when it comes to being vulnerable and open and sharing your life with someone else or about you with someone else. How to not lose yourself in a relationship. I've never like dated someone long-term. So like, obviously this is coming from my short-term experiences, but I think it's really important to still have your own separate lives and to still have your own interests and hobbies that you do independently. I always tell my friends like, if I start to like get too caught up in this relationship, please pull me out and like wake me up. Um, but I'm also very hyper aware of it and I like doing my own things and I think it's important to still continue to do those. Yes, you can do things with your partner, but still make time for your girlfriends. Like who's going to be there when, when and if the relationship were to end? It's your girlfriends. So really hold on to those friendships. Hold on to family. Have your own hobbies and things that you can do yourself because – that's what's going to make your life feel so much more full and you're going to be so much more satisfied and happy and content. I'm attracted to this guy's personality, but not really physically attracted to him. So I've, I've been there, sis. I've been there. But I feel like everyone's like you always, if you're like into someone's personality and like 
it's like of the sex or whatever that you're that you're interested in and like physically like romantically like then you have to like them like you can be friends with someone of the sex that you desire you can be friends you don't have to just because you're attracted to someone's personality it doesn't mean that you have to long for something more like obviously like your friends like you're attracted to their personality you enjoy being around them and you like their personality and you like the energy that they bring and the conversations that you have with them and the way you feel in their presence so like why would it be any different for someone who you could could maybe be physically attracted to i think just stay friends with him if you are curious you can go ahead and try and sometimes I don't know my friends say sometimes it can build over time but there's no pressure to like him in both ways and then the last question before we wrap it up I feel like this episode has kind of been all over the place but I hope you enjoy it I just hope you enjoy it I'm kind of tired but I really wanted to do this episode for you guys And I'm also going to be having Olivia Pauling on the episode next week. So I'm super excited for that. And we'll have guests again. But let's let's answer this last question. So how to change your mindset when you feel undesirable because of beauty standards? I think it's really important to know that more often than not, someone is attracted to you because of your personality. And it has nothing. Okay, maybe not nothing, but someone is going to find you beautiful. And at the end of the day, it's really the personality. Like someone could be so beautiful to someone, like say, I find this guy super attractive. But if I'm not into him as a person, like his personality and the values and everything that he brings to the table, I'm going to get bored. And I'm not, I'm probably going to lose interest and I'm probably not going to desire them anymore. So just know that like beauty standards are also not everyone's type. They may like be into them like into a celebrity because like, oh, they're so hot, but would they actually want to date them and pursue them as a partner? I don't really think so. So I would really focus on being confident in who you are and what you can bring and be confident in knowing that and you will find your person that sees that and values that and thinks you're the most beautiful person in the world, even if you do or don't have any of the beauty standards or do have the beauty standards it doesn't matter someone is going to find you beautiful multiple people will find you beautiful and that's all that matters and you should find your own self beautiful but anyways i hope you all enjoyed this episode make sure to rate review and subscribe as that really helps support the podcast and dm me on instagram at Fit, who you want to hear on the podcast what topics you want to hear all the good stuff and head over to my YouTube channel, Alana Bloomberg to watch my moving series. I'm so excited to show you guys my new apartment and to move on to like this next stage of my life. That's that's kind of crazy. Holy shit, but super excited and let's, let's do it. And oh my God, I'm really tired guys. It's been a week. It's been a really long week and it's only Thursday slash that's like the end of the week, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.